Let's Change the Way We Talk About Money. I'm your host, Alex, and happy Tuesday. I hope everyone is having a great first week of May. I can't believe that it's already May. Next month will be June, and then we'll be halfway through the year. Like, that's absolutely insane to me. All right, so let's just jump right into life updates. I don't think I have much. We just have two loans left, which is really exciting. Although I feel like I got a little bit overachieverish and I don't know if we'll be done if we'll be done by September. Might be October, November. I don't know. Still crunching numbers and hopefully there's by some way somehow we will be done by September instead because I'm so over this. I'm just so ready for this to be done. But it is pretty surreal just to see only two loans left. Like I remember back in 2017 when I had literally like eight loans, nine loans, 10 loans. I have I had um, 12 or 13 loans in total. So just to see it down to the final two is just like a really, really good feeling. Um, but because I'm so ready for them to be gone, I'm like, this is a little irritating to look at you. Um, outside of that, um, not gonna lie, I've been feeling like a little financially overwhelmed, a little bit of financially stressed. Um, I'm just realizing, not that I'm just realizing, actually, I've, I've known that I needed to make more money, um, just because I feel like in the last couple of months, there have been a lot of things that, have just come for me in my pockets like I started going to the chiropractor um once a week because I was having like really really bad like back pains and neck pains it would feel like I couldn't even hold my head up sometimes and there'd be times where like my hands would go numb my arms would be tingly and it was just like really bad and it was something that I was dealing with for like a good year and I would always complain about it if not every day then like every other day and so I decided to finally do something about it however I'm paying $140 a month which doesn't seem like a lot but being that every penny kind of counts and being that I I'm already giving you know about half of my paycheck every pay period to my student loans it's like a so basically those that $70 every two weeks does make a difference to me and my paychecks so um, I don't know I'm considering pushing pause on that just to kind of give me a little bit of breathing room Um, I know the last two podcast episodes I mentioned taking a trip with my sisters and my family and while that trip will be so much fun I think I'm realizing that like oh this is going to be a bit of a financial strain but I don't know well we'll make it work I'm kind of on the you only live once kind of train when it comes to that just because with everything going on with COVID and just I don't know just basically just throwing all this money to debt I'm like I need a little break not a break from like paying off debt but I just need some time to just like enjoy life I feel like I haven't really done that in a while so um yeah and then also I just kind of have a lot going on this month like I have friends coming to town I'm supposed to go out of town actually this weekend and the following weekend um just fairly small trips just two day trips so nothing crazy but it's still just like money that's coming out of my pocket that I'm just like oh my gosh how am I gonna 
pay for this, especially since I typically do shipped on the weekends. So the fact that I'm not going to be shipping, I'm like, oh man, you know, that's money I'm missing out on. But I don't really have any plans for June, so I definitely will be shifting from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every single weekend in June, just trying to make ends meet. But I really can't wait for the day that I'm able to just feel like financially comfortable and not have to stress out about money all the time or feel worried about it. Um, because right now, I definitely don't have financial peace. I am, I don't, I try not to worry, but sometimes things just get to be too overwhelming for me all right so that's really all i have on the updating front um i'll keep you guys posted when you know we are down to that maybe maybe i'll let you guys know when i hit the like 10k 5k and then like obviously zero mark with their loans so stay tuned for that and thank you to everyone who's leaving um a rating on the podcast I've been checking and I've been seeing the number increase so that's really awesome to see thank you so much if you haven't yet be sure to do so and like I always say feel free to share it with your friends your loved ones whoever will listen all right so that's all for the life update let's get into today's episode Student loans has been a topic of discussion for a while now, but I feel like in recent years it's become even a it's become like an even hotter topic and I feel like a lot of people are demanding change when it comes to just the entire student loan system. Um, it's kind of predatory in a way to kind of expect 18 year olds to know exactly what they're signing their name on um, when they've been pretty much told since birth that you know college is the only way out or like oh you don't want to be that person flipping burgers or like what have you all those scare tactics parents use to to uh encourage you to go to go to school um and then for parents too who feel like you know they financially just can't afford to send their child to school so they'll take out like parent plus loans private loans things like that to help their child go to school and hopes for a better future so the whole thing is just very predatory and obviously it has you know placed a really huge burden on a lot of people's lives and I think that this past year has really really shown that student loans are a burden for a lot of people and so today I just wanted to talk about what happens when you don't pay your student loans because I you know I have friends I have seen online I I know peers who are just like I am not paying my loans back I have no intentions of paying them back and personally no judgment I completely understand the reasoning behind it um but I just thought it would be interesting to share you know a few things that have that could potentially happen if you decide not to pay off your loans but first I kind of wanted to get into just a quick little I guess like origin story of where student loans came from or why it got to be the way it is So in 1965, the federal government provided money to banks and lenders to expand access to student loans. So now all of a sudden, instead of it primarily or predominantly being white males having access to um, student loan funding, it widened the net. So women, minorities, everyone 
and I use the word everyone in quotes because obviously not everyone, but a lot of people were now able to attend college. And then in 1992, um, FAFSA was created, which as we all know, analyzes students' financial needs on an individual basis. So basically, like, they determine how much your financial aid package will be based on, you know, either your income if you're a if you're not a dependent or your parents income if you are a dependent and I remember having to fill out those forms by myself because my dad I don't think he really knew how to fill them out so I was left with filling them out so who knows what I freaking did on those loans at 17. In 2010 Obama made all federal loans into direct loans and so basically he just created you have your federal loans which are backed by the government and then you have your private loans which are you know private institutions like banks and credit unions being able to um, give money to students so that's a little like origin story a little rundown and obviously this goes way deeper than what I just covered but that's just pretty much like you know like the little basics and which I didn't even know honestly I didn't know FAFSA had been around for like that little little of a time I thought FAFSA had been around for way longer but if you're wondering like why the cost of college has increased it's because when college became in demand the price went up and so schools knew that they were schools knew that they were getting money backed by the government and so it gave them kind of an incentive to raise up the prices because they were like okay well these kids are gonna come to our schools and they're not paying out of pocket technically the government is giving us this money so if you see where I'm going with it there was really no reason for them not to increase the pricing of school as the years have gone on and I remember even maybe a year or two ago watching this video on YouTube or on TV something about I think it was a school at Texas and like it was so expensive to go there but it wasn't even like it was like the best school in Texas or anything like that it was because of all the amenities they that they had provided for the kids like there was like a lazy river pool the um student living areas or facilities looked like freaking like luxury apartments like they were really doing it up and so like you know they're appealing to these young young teenagers young adults and so obviously like you're you're not really caring about like oh yeah this school is like the top rated school for xyz you're like heck yeah like the school is such a party school there's a lazy river right in the middle of campus and you know the dorms are so nice blah 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 and so those things are what kind of raises the prices of school not necessarily like oh yeah this is like a well super well known super you know established school so just to give you an idea of like how much the cost of college has increased over the years in 2004 um, the united states collectively owed 250 billion dollars in student loans um Today, that number is somewhere between 1.5 and 1.6 trillion, depending on which article or which source you're 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 reading, which is just mind-boggling to me. I can hardly imagine 250 billion, but 1.5, 1.6 trillion is just like 
astronomical. And apparently, um, student loan debt is the second largest household debt after mortgages. So it's like, that's a huge chunk of change. And sadly, women hold a majority of the debt. They hold about roughly two thirds of the debt. And we still make less than men. So if that doesn't make you annoyed, I don't know what will, honestly. But to get into what happens when you don't pay your student loans. So after 270 days of no loan payments, your loan will go into default. And actually more than 30% of borrowers end up in default. And this is specifically for people who um, graduated about like six years ago, according to the source that I read. Um, So after your loan goes into default, the student loan lender will report to the credit bureau, which will affect your credit score. And so as we all know, like your credit score, it is important. You do need it for things like purchasing a home, um, renting an apartment or renting a house. Even some jobs are known for doing um, credit like background checks. So it could even affect your your employment, which is just like you it's kind of like, why do you need to know that? But I guess maybe it shows like your responsibility. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I should probably like look into that. There are a few other things that happen when you decide not to pay back your loans. Um, The government could start garnishing your wages. So every time you get paid, they will take your paycheck or they could withhold your tax refund. So let's just say you're expecting $4,000 back from taxes gone because they will take that they could pursue legal action against you so they could actually you know take you to court for not paying your loans which is insane and then I even read that in like some rare rare cases you may even end up in jail for not paying your student loans um so not saying that these things will definitely happen but there are but they could happen and it's something just to keep in mind when, you know, thinking about not paying back your loans. And like I said before, there's absolutely no judgment. It's not like I'm sitting here being like, ugh, I can't believe that people aren't paying their loans, like especially during a time like this. Like that's just so silly to, to even think like that. But I just want to make, you know, people aware of like what could potentially happen, especially the whole credit score thing, because I know for a lot of people that's like really important and that, um, you know, their credit score allows them to do things like I said before, like renting a home or um, buying a home, things like that. So it's just, you know, something to keep something to keep in mind, you know. And I obviously can't end this podcast without giving a few tips on what you can kind of do to stay ahead or, you know, stay on top of your student loan payments, even though you're not required to make any right now if you have federal loans. So one suggestion would be if you have the ability to stash away money um, during this time before your student loan payments are actually due, that could be great. So even if you're able to save up like $1,000, $2,000, and let's just say your um, monthly payments are like $150, it's like you have that small stash of money to, you know, get you started for when your loans do start having to be paid back and you're not kind of caught like a deer in headlights, like, oh my goodness, what do I do? It's like you have kind of like this safety net to pull from to get you started until you know you're able to either 
make bigger payments or work something else out with your student loan lender. Another suggestion that I have is to speak with your student loan provider. Um, I am no stranger to calling my student loan provider. Like when I first started getting, you know, really involved with paying on my student loans, I called them so many times and all of the representatives all of the representatives that I spoke with were really helpful and really nice. Like I remember one lady even telling me that I need to focus on my loans individually instead of looking at them as like a whole picture. So she, automatically my student loan payments kind of work like this where let's just say my minimum payment is $300. So the $300 that I pay every month, um, what would the money would first go towards interest so all of the interest that's due my money will go towards that and then from there it'll be dispersed among like the different um, principal balances and she was actually telling me that that would take longer and that I should just instead of having them do that automatically I should customize my student loan payments so after they take whatever is needed from the interest then I should choose a loan specifically for me to focus on and that's what I've been doing and I mean I've just been kind of killing it ever since so like yeah talking to your student loan reps kind of seeing what they suggest and seeing if there's any any way that they can you know find enroll uh you know, payment plan programs for you to enroll in, things like that. I think that they're a really good um, resource. Another suggestion would be maybe to consider consolidating your loans for a lower interest rate if you can. Um, consolidating your loans sometimes, so you may need to look into it because when you have federal loans, once you consolidate your loans, you're kind of waiving your rights to any, you know, um, like repayment programs and things like that so just double check and see if, if it is the best option for you but those are just like a handful of ways that can kind of help you to either stay on top or get ahead with your student loan payments like I said before I know I've said it so many times but I really want to like repeat the fact that I am not passing judgment on people who you know can't pay their loans right now or even if they can they're deciding not to like that's their business that's their choice it has nothing to do with me um, but like I said I just kind of wanted to educate you guys and you know share a little bit of knowledge about what would happen potentially if you weren't to pay your loans all right guys well I hope you guys have a great rest of the week and I will talk to you guys later see ya